Welcome to the ParkCast series, episode 70, Autism Spectrum Disorders, Supporting Children and Youth on the Spectrum. The ParkCast series brings evidence-informed child welfare practice to life by highlighting literature reviews from the Particle Archive. This ParkCast provides a summary and practice-focused overview of the research available on children and youth with autism spectrum disorders, or ASD. Introduction. A note on language. Two opposing approaches have been promoted as suitable ways to discuss the autism spectrum. A. Person-first language and B. Identity-first language. Person-first language, for example, a child with autism or a youth on the autism spectrum, has been presented as a way to emphasize that a person is more than their label, that they are a person first and foremost. This approach was developed to reduce stigma towards people with disabilities and has been adopted within the language of the United Nations Convention on the Rights of Persons with Disabilities. Identity-first language, for example, an autistic teen or an Aspie, has begun to gain momentum from the autism self-advocacy community as a way of reclaiming identity. This approach has been discussed as a way to emphasize that autism is considered central to one's personhood. Autism spectrum disorders, ASD or ASDs, are complex and frequently misunderstood neurodevelopmental conditions. At their core, ASDs are attributed to differences in brain wiring. Several brain structures and processes are visibly different in the brains of individuals with ASD compared to those without ASD. These differences impact individuals' development, learning, and behavior in a variety of ways. The autism spectrum can also be viewed as an alternate cognitive style or a different way of seeing and reacting to the world. Within the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual, DSM-5, autism spectrum disorder is categorized under the grouping of neurodevelopmental disorders, along with other brain-based developmental conditions like ADHD and intellectual disability. The DSM groups together what previously were separate subcategories of autism, For example, Asperger's syndrome is now simply just part of the autism spectrum. The core features of autism spectrum disorder within the DSM-5 are 1. Persistent deficits in social communication and interaction across multiple contexts, and 2. Restricted repetitive patterns of interests, activities, and behavior. While autism spectrum disorder is the official term used to diagnose autism, Not everyone agrees with the use of the word disorder in relation to autism. To reflect these preferences and to apply a strengths-based perspective, the following terms will be used for the remainder of the review. Autism, the autism spectrum, the spectrum, ASD, and autism spectrum conditions. These terms will be used interchangeably. As with other neurodevelopmental disabilities, autism spectrum conditions begin early in life, before three years of age. However, the condition may not be recognized and or not diagnosed until years later for many children. Current estimates suggest that boys are diagnosed with autism three times more often than girls. Best practices for diagnosing autism involve using a team of interdisciplinary professionals, administering validated autism-specific assessments like the Autism Diagnostic Observation Scale, or ADOS, and gaining an in-depth developmental history of the child before diagnosing in order to rule out other explanations for these characteristics. Causes of autism. 
Although there's still much to learn about the causes of autism spectrum conditions, there are several well-researched and thoroughly established causes of autism. There is no singular cause of autism spectrum conditions. Autism is caused by a combination of genetic, epigenetic, and environmental factors. Some factors that are most closely associated with increased chances of being on the spectrum include a family history of autism or having a sibling already diagnosed with autism, birth complications or preterm birth, maternal infections, nutritional deficiencies, and health issues during pregnancy, advanced maternal and paternal ages, genetic conditions like Fragile X syndrome, and many other genetic, epigenetic, and environmental factors. Despite widespread misconceptions, vaccines are not associated with autism. Multiple systematic reviews and meta-analyses show that research over the last 30 years has found no measurable relationship between vaccinations and autism. Decades of research have also ruled out previously assumed causes such as parenting style. Methods matter. Systematic reviews and meta-analyses are among the most rigorous research methods available to evaluate and provide an overview of the state of knowledge on any given topic. A systematic review is a peer-reviewed study that summarizes and evaluates research in a systematic way. It requires multiple research evaluators and the use of standardized processes to assess knowledge claims and assess the potential risks of bias within studies. A meta-analysis is a type of systematic review that goes beyond the standard summary and evaluation process to calculate the quality and quantify the findings of the research on a specific topic. Meta-analyses are very strong research approaches and the results of these studies can be trusted to inform policy and practice decisions. Relevance of Autism to Child Welfare Practice Multiple studies have found that children with autism have increased risks of experiencing maltreatment and or being referred to child welfare services than children without autism. Children with autism also have disparate outcomes, including higher placement instability and lower rates of permanency compared to others involved in child welfare. Although there's many possible reasons for these child welfare involvements and outcomes, one factor that may contribute to families' initial risk is parental stress or burnout. Parents of children with autism consistently report significantly higher stress levels, poorer quality sleep, and are more likely to have mental illnesses compared to other parents. Caregivers may struggle especially if their child's autism is accompanied by aggressive or challenging behaviors. Families' risks may also be at least partially related to a lack of quality services to support children with autism in the community. Inadequate and or inappropriate supports can overwhelm and exhaust families. There are also numerous other systemic and broader societal barriers that may lead to vulnerability in families of children and youth with autism. In order to promote positive outcomes for children and youth with autism, it is important to first understand the ways that the autism spectrum conditions can affect young people and their families. The remainder of this literature review will summarize the research related to the development, well-being, and support needs of children and youth who have autism. Research Questions the following three research questions guide the remainder of this literature review. 1. How do autism spectrum conditions affect children's learning and development? 2. How do autism spectrum conditions relate to children's social-emotional well-being? And 3. 
How do autism spectrum conditions influence children and youth's opportunities? Methods matter. These are association questions. These questions assess the relationships between two or more factors. Quantitative research methodologies, for example, correlational studies, systematic reviews, or meta-analyses are needed to answer this type of question. Learning and development on the spectrum, FAQs. What does the research literature tell us about the ways that children on the spectrum learn, develop, and behave? How is the development of children with autism unique? In typical child development, children tend to gain skills in a predictable developmental pattern. For example, children's language skills first tend to develop through babbling, and then single words, and so on. Children on the autism spectrum are said to have atypical development, meaning their skill development cannot be predicted with typical developmental models. In general, there are three patterns of onset for autism in infants and toddlers. Early onset, where the early signs of autism are present from birth or by six months of age at latest. Signs are usually subtle in the first few months and become more apparent over time. Developmental plateau onset. In this pattern, infants appear to be developing typically until about 12 months of age, when their development slows or halts. Infants retain the skills that they already had, but acquire new skills or words at a noticeably slower rate. Regressive onset. Approximately one in three children who have autism are reported to experience developmental regression or a loss of previously acquired skills. Regression can occur with language skills, like no longer saying words that they used to say, developmental abilities, like no longer responding to name or pointing, or both. For children with autism who experience regression, this tends to occur most often between the ages of one and two years. These distinct patterns of onset are thought to be the result of different causes of autism and or different autisms. Although there's more to learn, these later onset patterns appear to correspond to periods of brain change that occur naturally in typical brain development. Early signs of autism by 12 to 18 months of age include reduced, delayed, and or atypical social communication, like eye contact, joint attention, social smiling, language, babbling, word comprehension and production, tone and crying and gestures, play, imitation, functional play, imaginative play, and handling of objects, and sensory motor, so visual tracking and focus, reactivity, motor skills, and muscle tone, or significant loss of the above developmental skills. Although skill loss is not unique to autism and can happen in typical development within the same age range. Language and communication skills. Social communication difficulty is one of the two core features of autism, although the specific ways that these challenges present themselves are diverse. Some individuals on the spectrum have limited or absent functional communication abilities, meaning that they don't use words or gestures of any kind. Other individuals on the spectrum may only have subtle challenges with things like social reciprocity, open-ended conversations, and or using an appropriate tone of voice. Generally, children on the autism spectrum will develop verbal communication skills. Assistive technology like iPads can also help children on the spectrum to communicate. Interests and behavioral functioning. Patterns of restricted and repetitive behavior, RRB, are the second core defining feature of autism spectrum conditions. Generally, 
Patterns of restricted and repetitive behavior will fall into one of the following categories. Preoccupation with a restricted range of interests, for example, only wanting to talk about cars or trains. Non-functional routines or rituals, for example, repeatedly lining up objects. Stereotyped motor mannerisms, for example, flickering of fingers or repetitive muscle tensing. Or preoccupation with parts of objects, for example, repetitively spinning a wheel on a toy car. Sometimes, these patterns of restricted and repetitive behaviors can interfere with daily functioning and make everyday activities difficult. In other circumstances, these patterns can be used in adaptive ways, giving children and youth on the spectrum distinct advantages, like subject matter knowledge, precision, and attention to detail. More broadly, autism is associated with a strong preference for sameness and predictability. Sensory and motor development. Although not a defining feature of autism, the vast majority of individuals on the spectrum have atypical sensory processing styles and or unique sensory needs. The following sensory profiles can be used to understand sensory processing in autism. Hyporeactive or sensory seeking. This is an individual who needs stronger than usual sensory input. A child who is sensory seeking may, for example, enjoy very loud noises, rough textures, deep squeezes, bright flashes, and or have a very high pain tolerance. Hyperreactive, or sensory avoidant, is an individual who reacts strongly to sensory input. A child who is sensory avoidant may, for example, startle easily, find bright lights overwhelming, feel pain intensely, and or avoid foods with complex textures. Mixed reactivity. Some individuals on the spectrum have mixed sensory profiles. They may seek intense stimulation in one sense, for example, enjoy staring at bright flashing lights, but have aversions or sensitivities with other senses, like finding hair brushing very painful. Children and youth with autism are also more likely to have difficulties with their gross motor skills, such as running and jumping, and or fine motor skills, like handwriting, than other children. Cognitive and academic outcomes. Children with autism spectrum conditions demonstrate a wide range of intellectual functioning. Some youth on the spectrum have cognitive impairments and intellectual disabilities. Some have average cognitive abilities and others with autism have cognitive abilities well above average and into the gifted range. Academically, children and youth with autism tend to have specific areas of strength and weakness. There is, however, quite a lot of variability in these skills across the spectrum. Less is known about youth with low cognitive abilities as they are underrepresented in the research. Thinking critically. How could these differences in communication, development, and or behavior affect your abilities to assess maltreatment and or the risk of harm to children who have autism? Social emotional well-being on the spectrum. FAQs. How does autism affect children's abilities to connect with their peers, develop friendships, and relate to others? How does autism impact young people's mental health and well-being? Peer relationships. Many children and youth on the autism spectrum want friendships and or romantic relationships, but struggle to develop and or maintain these relationships. Bullying and poor peer relations also occur more frequently for youth with autism than in the general population. Environments that can support positive peer relationships in youth with autism include structured social groups, 
activities that are centered around the youth's interests, like Lego camps and music-based social camps, and other safe and supportive environments. Familial relationships. The research on sibling relationships when one or more of the siblings has autism is mixed. These relationships are varied and not easily summarized. Behavioral functioning and developmental skills of children with autism and or their siblings tend to affect the relationship quality. Parents of children with autism report unique challenges to parenting a child on the spectrum, but also clear and unique benefits. From a research perspective, however, it is difficult to compare the parent-child relationships of these families to other families. Research on the family relationships also tend to rely on parent and sibling reports without con consulting the child or youth on the spectrum, and there's limited research involving fathers. A note on broader autism phenotype. Biological family members of individuals with autism spectrum conditions tend to exhibit subtle traits of autism more often than the general population. These subclinical features are called broader autism phenotype. New research suggests that siblings of children with autism also have a one in five chance of being on the spectrum themselves. This means that families of a child with autism are much more likely than the general public to also have other children and or family members with autism or other developmental differences. Mental health and well-being. Children and youth on the autism spectrum have higher rates of mental illness and other comorbid diagnoses than the general population of young people. The conditions that have the highest rates of overlap with autism are attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, ADHD, anxiety, sleep disorders, conduct disorders, depression, and obsessive compulsive disorder, or OCD. Suicidality is also a risk among youth with autism. While there are many plausible theories as to why individuals on the spectrum may experience these increased rates of social-emotional difficulties, more research is needed before making conclusions. Opportunities and barriers on the spectrum, FAQs. How does having an autism spectrum condition impact children's community and social participation? What are some common barriers that young people with autism experience? Many of the issues that children and youth with autism experience are ne not necessarily inherent to the condition, but result from environmental barriers such as stigma and inaccessibility. Community, educational, and recreational participation. Although all children have the right to education and community participation, children on the autism spectrum are routinely excluded from mainstream school and recreational activities. Inclusion of children who have different learning needs and or challenging behavior into mainstream settings has been discussed as a rights-based issue, meaning that all children have the right to education, as well as a necessary precursor to prepare youth for successful community participation as adults. There are a variety of evidence-based strategies that promote the successful inclusion of children with autism. Some of the main strategies include making changes to the physical and or social cultural environments, as well as using positive behavioral supports. Employment and transition to adulthood. Youth on the spectrum achieve varying levels of independence, although employment rates for people with autism are much lower than what would be expected based on their abilities alone. While cognitive abilities and other individual characteristics are the most consistent factors in the literature that are associated with employment outcomes for youth on the spectrum, 
multiple family and community level factors have also been found to predict outcomes with this group of young people. Factors that have been associated with positive employment outcomes for youth with autism include family support and community services, such as career counseling and other transition planning supports. Factors that are associated with lower rates of employment success for youth with autism include having lived in a residential care setting and minimal or no transition planning services. In the literature, researchers and authors often conclude that post-secondary transition planning for youth with autism needs to begin years before the youth graduate from high school. Conclusion This research review summarized the available literature on the development, well-being, and relevant social barriers of young people with autism spectrum conditions. A follow-up episode focusing on interventions and practice recommendations for professionals will be published separately. Autism spectrum conditions are brain-based differences that affect how people perceive and react to the world. Autism can be viewed as a debilitating disability and or a positive form of human diversity. The communication abilities, cognitive functioning, sensory needs, and behavior of individuals with autism vary widely. These domains are largely independent and do not necessarily correlate to each other. For example, a child on the spectrum could have low communication abilities but high intellectual functioning. Similarly, a child could have strong verbal abilities, but have significant difficulties managing their behavior or have an extremely restricted range of interests. The research about the social-emotional well-being of young people on the spectrum has found that these children and youth tend to experience bullying and peer difficulties at higher than expected rates, and that they're more likely to have mental illnesses than their peers. While many young people on the spectrum have the capacity to excel in school, gain meaningful employment, and live independently, there's a number of societal barriers that limit these opportunities. Stigma, segregated education, and difficulties entering the workforce are some of the main social systemic barriers for individuals with autism. As a note, the autism spectrum is complex and encompasses many subtleties that were not presented in this literature. Professionals who routinely work with children on the autism spectrum are encouraged to seek more in-depth education about autism spectrum conditions. You have been listening to the Parkcast series, episode 70, Autism Spectrum Conditions, Supporting Children and Youth on the Spectrum. The Parkcast series is produced by Practice and Research Together, a membership-based organization that promotes the understanding and use of evidence-informed practice at all levels of the child welfare system. For more information and to access resources, visit www.parkcanada.org.